Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination with actually a a new subject matter here in the last couple episodes. We're going to be looking at the parables of Jesus, and we're starting with Matthew 13. I find this parable to be uh, foundational to understand all the parables and how to interpret them. And so for that reason, I want to read through it several times. I think we've read through it twice so far, maybe three times. And uh, I want to do it again and then just uh, sort of start picking up with what uh, we're learning from this and what Jesus is showing us. It's very, very important. So let's start with Matthew 13, verse 3. And he, that's Jesus, spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, the sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell beside the road. And the birds came and ate them up. <coughs> Others fell on the rocky places where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up because they had no depth of soil. But when the sun had risen, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Others fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked them out. And others fell on the good soil and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. So that's the parable. And again, we see that, uh, just look at the basic uh, things that we see in here. There was a sower. The picture is that someone who sows. And he's sowing what? He's sowing seeds. And he's just distributing these seeds broadly everywhere. Some of the seeds fell beside the road, the hardened path, okay, and the birds came and ate it. They, they didn't take any type of uh, any kind of soil to root upon. Some of the other seeds fell in rocky places where there was a little bit of soil, but not much. They would spring up looking like they're going to be doing great, but there was no depth to the soil. They couldn't put down roots. And so when the sun came out and it got hot, they withered away because they had no roots. And then other seeds, and remember, it's just all the same seeds, seed being distributed everywhere, fell among the thorns. And the thorns came up, and they choked it out. And there was no room for this seed to grow because of the thorns. And then the last we saw is that there's seed that fell among good soil. And this seed yielded a crop. The other three did not yield a crop. They might have sprung up. They might have looked like they had good potential here, right? <laughs> but they didn't yield a crop. And some yielded a hundredfold, some 60 and some 30. So, so there's variations of yield, but there's yield nonetheless. And I think the really important thing for us to understand here, that you know, this is often called the parable of the sower. And I know why. You know, you see that it's talking about someone who sows. That's fine. But I'm really more struck, and I always call it the parable of the soils, because there's four different types of soils right here. And, man, I think this really gives us insight into uh, the state of the church today. We'll see more about this later when we get into Jesus' interpretation of this. So he tells this parable, verse 10, the disciples came and said to him, why do you speak to them in parables? To them. And so who's the them? Well, the them are those that are not the disciples, 
Well, who are the disciples? You know, you have to uh, look at the context to find out who the disciples are. Because the word disciple simply means one who is a, a learner, one who's a pupil, okay? One who's a follower of somebody. And so uh, quite often from a uh, being raised the way that a lot of us were in a religious church background, we think of the disciples exclusively as the twelve. No, there are the 12, the 12 that, that were with Jesus and traveled with Jesus at three and a half years. <clears throat> they're called disciples, but more often than not, they're called the 12. But disciples are just simply want somebody who's a learner. <clears throat> That's the reason when Jesus uh, was uh, teaching, when he was speaking, it says, hey, you have to drink my blood and you have to eat my flesh. That it says that many of the disciples left him. They walked away. They were learners. And they had learned, they learned a point, and they said, you know what, we're willing to go, but we're not, that's as far as we're going to go. And they walked away. So here, these, these are disciples who come up to him, likely some of the 12 that were following with him, okay, but it could have been others. And they said to him, why do you speak to them in parables? Well, Jesus just points out, so, okay, he's talking about them. The them that they're talking about are those that aren't disciples, particularly within the context that we saw in Matthew 12, uh, the Jewish religious leadership. So Jesus answers them, verse 11, To you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been granted. Now that right there is serious, folks. <laughs> okay, So what is Jesus saying? Well, just look at the basic things. You know, so often... Uh, we sit there, and, oh, this, it really, this, only way I know how to say that, it just grieves my heart when I see this kind of thing happening. And it, uh, and the, I'm trying to decide how to express this. More often than not, people, when they read the Word of God, and when they talk about the things of the Word of God, they don't just take a moment to see what's being said here. They don't just read it, and they don't do the Sergeant Friday thing. They don't just look at the facts. What they immediately jump to is, well, this says this to me. Well, this is how I feel about this. This is what I think about it. And that creates so much turmoil within the body of Christ because I'm going to tell you a truth here with all the love that I can. It really doesn't matter what I think about anything. It really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what I feel about something. What matters is, what is the truth? What is the truth that the Scripture is saying here? Now, people will come, well, that's what I'm saying. You believe this is the truth. I believe that's the truth. And what happens is you have a cacophony of sound coming from the body of Christ when the truth could be easily discerned if we all just sought out the truth in the Scripture. I see this constantly. And, you know, where people are sitting, well, I think this, I think that. And, and the problem is, is they don't, they don't have an understanding of the totality of the Scripture. One person has one understanding. That is great. And if they would bring that forth and the other person would listen, then another person has the truth, and they would bring forth that truth out of the Word, then we would know what the Word says. But we get so sidetracked with these things. Well, this is what I think. This is what I feel. And then when you say that, you've created a position, a position of defense from which we talk from, and that just doesn't work. Here's what Jesus is saying. There's mysteries in the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is a mystery. Now, this is Matthew, so he uses the phrase kingdom of heaven. 
because he's speaking to and writing to a Jewish audience. The other gospels use the phrase kingdom of God. They're the same thing. It's the kingdom. And as we've seen earlier, Jesus spoke of the kingdom. Okay, He spoke of the kingdom. He taught of the kingdom. And here he's telling us that these mysteries, now, now what's a mystery? <clears throat> uh, a mystery, and it is, the words used like a secret doctrine and things like that. But it speaks of the things uh, that otherwise we might not know. Okay, It's a truth that is there and has been there, but hasn't been revealed and we haven't seen it yet. Because these particular things, the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, have to be seen in and through the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's telling them, it's been granted to you to know these things, to know these mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, because you believe me. Because they were developing at this time a believing loyalty, that they were believing that Jesus was the Messiah. And because of this, it's been granted to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to those who uh, do not believe, to them, it has not been granted. What opens up the mysteries of the kingdom of God? Believing Jesus. It's really quite simple. We'll continue the discussion, okay? Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you in the next episode.